Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. You're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes every week. And we're back at you tonight, and Abby just had her what a weekend reunion. Um, how did that go? So I need to start by saying I was kid-free. Well, really, I, so I was traveling for work. Um, so I haven't seen my kids since Tuesday, which I will say there's probably people like, oh, I could never do that. At times it's hard, but it's so good for you. So I oh, it's so good for you. And because it was work, I think because I travel for work, I don't I don't have the mom guilt as much with that uh, anymore, at least. But on Friday, my husband drove to, like, the midway point from where um, – Columbia, Missouri, for those who are familiar with Missouri. I live in St. Louis. My family's all in Kansas City. So they met in Columbia, did a little exchange. My sister and my brother-in-law took the boys to Kansas City. They had them all weekend. I just got them back this afternoon. How amazing. I – so, I mean, this is, like, the first time I've done it in two and a half years. So, I mean, if there's someone listening out there, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if I could ever do this. And you have, like, a six-month-old – Give yourself some time, but it, it was just so good. I think all of us as moms just need a time where we can truly unplug and not worry about is somebody crying. Like even when you go out on a date night, you're wondering in the back of your mind, I hope the kids are okay. I hope the babysitter put them down at the right time. I hope they're not going to be awake when I get home and all this stuff. And it was just nice to just completely shut that out of my brain for a weekend. And it's so nice to, even if you can't go on a vacation, Yes. Even if you do that as a staycation, Kyle and I recently did that for our anniversary. It, it, that was so nice because sometimes when you are kid free, you're traveling or doing something fun that you don't get to like sleep in in your own bed and do like the little things you used to do before you had a child. Yeah. I mean, I was, I don't know. I wouldn't say I was super hungover when I woke up. I'm sure a lot more people from my <laughs> reunion were. So I had my 15 year reunion from high school. Last oh night. my God. And it was really fun, but I'm realizing, so we went out afterwards and a lot of people that we were like just talking to at a, a bar were saying like, I, I never had a 15 year, my high school only did like 10, 20, 30. And then if the people that said they did have reunions every five were all private school and public only did 10. And ha- so does your high school, do you only do 10, 20, 30? I, so I was surprised that you were having your reunion or well, one, I couldn't do the math quick enough to know what it is, but my high school's. 10-year reunion was kind of a joke if I'm being honest it was at this like motorcycle sports bar and I didn't go to it (laughs) so if they were to be a 15 I probably didn't even know about it but you're right I'm pretty sure the next one will be 20 and I don't know that I would go I I'm a lot closer to people in my life from college I have like very like a friend from high school that I still stay in contact with but that's really cool that you still are in contact with a lot of Yeah, it was really fun. And that you got to be a part of it and plan the playlist that you shared on stories. So, so I think that's really cool. The playlist. I'm so sad. I spent so much time researching this. And I would just say anybody who, if you're age, you know, I would say like 30 to 36, 
we have a lot of great tunes when we were in high school. I like that you said tunes. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, yourself. like iTunes. Like, you know, like that was oh. like, so I always call them tunes when I think back in the day instead of music. But it was so fun. Uh, I mean, Fafty was on there a few times uh, within the club and candy shop. Little Kim, uh, Brittany was in there. Justin was in there. Christina Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson. It was just chingy for those who remember. Yes. So it, tipsy. Tipsy. Uh, Nelly, of course, being from St. Louis, I think Nelly had like five songs. But we got there and the bar was like, oh, we had a private room in this bar. They're like, well, we don't have a way for the music to only play. Like the playlist would have to be played throughout the entire bar. And like, you know, we can't do that since we haven't like vetted all the stuff. And so... We made somebody that lived nearby, like, got, like, a speaker. Um, and, like, some of us were listening to it, but you couldn't hear it. It was kind of a, it was kind of a bust. Aww. But wah, wah. And all that work you put into it. But now you can listen to it on your own. I, saying, I listened car. to it on the way to the Columbia to pick up the boys, and it was great. So That's amazing. Yeah. What was not so great, I love our yeah, segues, is so OC this week, and Kelly Dodd in that confrontation. She's not really great at making friends or keeping friends no and I can see why I can just see why Kelly doesn't have a lot of friends and I can see why it's very cyclical with her I also I I don't like Vicky I mean there was a question being asked uh, related to the Bravo contest which we will probably talk about that a little bit more but they asked me to release favorite housewife and I said I've been saying Vicky Gubbleson for the last couple of years but Vicky picked the perfect target with Kelly because what Kelly does is when someone says something remotely of an insult to her, she doesn't even take time to like listen to it, understand it. She just loses her mind and just goes below the belt and hits, just says like horrible, nasty things. And just, it's like rapid fire as she shoots it out. And the reason why I think Vicky was smart to, if she was going to pick a fight with anybody to try to be relevant this season to pick Kelly, because it's really hard to be in Kelly's corner. I don't agree with what some of the things the women are saying about her, but I also don't agree with 90% of the stuff that comes out of Kelly's mouth. Well, and the thing is Kelly had in that whole situation with Shannon or well, it started with Gina at first, but with Shannon later on, she had a valid argument a little bit on her side when she was talking about the fact that, she was drinking afterwards and like she had a salt, a decent argument, but the way she goes about it, I see, understand why her and Ramona are good friends <laughs> because they just like to word vomit. Yeah. And a lot of word vomit, not a lot of accountability on their part in terms of owning the apology. They just shit all over everyone. <laughs> and like say the most ridiculous things and with no, with no emotion, well, it's kind I'm of just, insane to watch. Even if you think someone's overreacting. So let's say like somebody like playfully threw water at me and without like realizing it, like I threw, threw something back just like, and you know, being playfully not meaning to, and they got like hit in the head and they said they were going to go get checked for a concussion. I might save my close friends. This, this is really dramatic, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm just going to call when I, you know, tell them to text me when they're leaving I would just say how, first question how are you I'm sorry that was not the way I intended that to go it was supposed to be a playful joke but instead Kelly's first thing is oh my god you're with Shannon at the did you really go to the ER and basically made it sound like it was all just a big joke she wasn't the slightest bit remorseful I mean she looked like a really evil person the way she re- like handled all of it 
super, super evil. And I don't, I mean, I haven't watched Kelly Dodd in a couple seasons. This is my first season truly like watching her. So I don't know if it's a defense mechanism or what's happened to her, who's wronged her for her to come out blazing with anybody. But it, she looked like an ass. She did. She really did. Um, yeah, she looked like an ass. So I don't know that there's much more to say there. But I usually am kind of rooting for her because she's entertaining to watch. But I couldn't really root for someone who's being a complete ass like that. No, and just the things she was saying to Shannon when she started by saying, like, if you were an accomplished person. And it would have been different if – it still would have been rude and below the belt. But if she would have said, you know, you're drinking a lot, you have a DWI, you have children, like, you know – to you, to me, you're not the person I strive to be, and I'm not going to take your advice um, to heart. But instead, she made it. She said because you know Gina didn't have money and she didn't have ten homes, and yes. that combined with what she was saying and the kind of class where everyone was supposed to be like opening up about how they would become a better person, and all she did was talk about Costco and Target. It makes Kelly look like she really just is elitist and judges people based on what's in their bank account, not who they are as a person. Absolutely. I forgot about the comment she made about to Gina and, uh, oh, that's terrible. And especially knowing what Gina's going through. Well, it's regardless of what she's going through. You shouldn't say that, but yeah, I, even more so knowing was, what she's going through is really below the belt. It was shitty. It was shady. What do you did think? not like it? Kelly Dodd. No, I don't. I didn't. I, I, I would be curious if anybody thought Kelly Dodd was like justified in her behaviors in this episode. I, I want to hear why not to like argue with you. I just, I'm sure there's people that feel that way. And I just, I'd love to understand it. Cause I just, in my head can't, I can't grasp that. The other thing though, I can't figure out is why Emily doesn't realize she's not really being that great of a friend. I don't know. And I think you had a note about this, that she doesn't want to think about her own issues. Yeah. I could see that. And again, this is me watching OC. It's been several seasons since I've watched. This is my first season watching with a lot of, to me, newer people like Emily and does she, is she emotional in general in other seasons? Is no. she not really, which then that kind of makes sense to me. And the fact that she doesn't get it, I guess, or doesn't let herself open up. It's like she can't emotion. go that deep because then if she has to go that deep with Gina, she's going to like, it's going to expose stuff in her own life. But at the same time, I think there's something like when she was saying like, I call you and you don't call me back. I think there's a lot of friends. I've had friends who, have gone through hard times and they don't want to talk about it. So it's just easy to be like, Oh, well I called, I tried, I texted. Sometimes if you truly are a good friend and you want to support someone, you just have to show up and be like, Hey, I'm taking you to lunch and we're going to talk about this. Cause I'm worried about you. And it, if you're mad at me, just enjoy a free lunch. And at the end of it, I'll leave you alone. But I just need to know as your friend that you're okay. I mean, I just, I think if you're really that close with somebody as Emily says they are, if Gina's not answering her phone calls, but then she sees that she's doing things and like going places with Tamara and Shannon, maybe it's that she wants someone to like physically just come get her and make her go do something to get her mind off of it. Yeah, no, that's a really, really valid point. I do think Gina was a little slightly harsh on Emily because I can, you could kind of see that Emily was hurt and does care about her. But on the other hand, to like everything you're saying, I think she was just being honest and yeah. as, with as friendships do, you should got to be honest. So I don't, I kind of hope they work things out. I also thought Emily was kind of telling a different, relaying a different story. Sure. Cause she was saying, making it sound like to the girls that Gina wants nothing to do with her. And Gina was basically just saying she's got a lot going on right now. She needs some more support. And the other thing that, I mean, we don't know when the physical abuse started, I'm guessing 
it probably was throughout their marriage. So like knowing that too, that, you know, that comes out later that we all learn yeah. about it, but knowing that she's also being physically abused, I don't know. Maybe she's fearful to have text conversations with people in case her husband grabs her phone. Shit, Abby. <laughs> that yeah. got deep. I know. I mean, that's probably, a, that's a really good point. But that's a really, really good point. I mean, point. all in all though, I think, I don't know. I, it, it, the thing I got out of the episode was really just that this is the beginning of Shannon, Tamara, and Kelly separating. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I think that's the beginning and the end and why they're still fighting on Twitter and Instagram and still going at it. So it's going to be an interesting and I feel like a painful reunion in the sense that they're going to be screeching. I feel like there's going to be a lot of screeching at each other. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. I, oh. I mean, you know how Kelly gets when she gets so mad. I, this is, yeah, it's going to be. She has like one tone in her voice when she gets mad. Like it's kind of impressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like not quite monotone, like Kourtney Kardashian monotone. It's a little octave higher. But when she gets mad, it's like, Shannon, yeah. I root for you. Like it's like very I was always there like, for you and you were not there for me. Like it's, yeah, it, but it's like it's the same pace like same yeah same pitch she yeah. doesn't necessarily yell like screaming no it's it is but she's not yeah i know what you're saying <laughs> it's it's hard to describe it. i can't like impersonate i need to watch it and then i'll try to impersonate it but, i'm a terrible impersonation especially because i haven't got the glass of wine so i'm not gonna try it. yeah uh what's crazy i love that the, so this must be like the new sort of like template for housewives is an, a trip early on i love it i i'm loving the dallas trip too Dallas is so good. I wish we would have hopped on that train sooner, but you know what? We're already on it. And I really, really, I really like it. It was, there's was a lot in this episode, a lot of good, bad, but it was good. It was entertaining. It Interesting. Was, it was very entertaining. I also have realized that when it comes to a housewife's trip, if there's anything that centers around tequila, it's going to be a good episode. Yes. Yes. That takes me back to the um, New York Housewives yes, when they did that, that tequila tasting. Oh, my God. And they were falling all over. I mean, it was – that's when Luann fell in the bushes. Yes. It was an amazing episode. It, this was – this started out really, really good. So, it was recovering from that intense conversation with Leanne. So, it's the like aftermath of that conversation. And each of the women had some interesting takes to that. But you had a note about Brandy <laughs> – her Irish goodbye. So I'm the queen of this. I've done this so many times. Anybody that's been, I mean, Vanessa, you've probably been a victim of my yes. Irish goodbyes. I will just hit this wall. My husband also makes fun of me because I do it even without drinking. But he's like, you just hit this point where you're so tired that it's like you can't fathom even trying to like muster up the energy to do anything else and you just go to bed. But so if I'm at a bar and I'm starting to hit this wall, I would not say anything to anyone because. If you try to say goodbye, everyone's like, stay for one more drink or oh, hold on. I wanted to talk to you and all that. So if you just get in your cab and leave, no one can stop you. I would I... wake up to text messages. Where are you? Are you okay? No, I, you, I, you, and I know someone, I have another good friend of mine who's very good at that. We also call it black ninja. Have you ever heard of yes. that? Yes. Yeah. So we call it that too. I don't know why it's called that, but whatever. I, <laughs> I, um, I think it's really funny. I don't do that. I usually say goodbye to people. Very <laughs> like, rarely very do I ever say goodbye. Very rarely do I ever do that. But I, people, you and like other people who do that, it makes me laugh. 
So when Brandy said she did that, she was like, you know, it's the Irish goodbye. I love the producer was like, what's what's an Irish goodbye? She's like, it's a goodbye where you don't say goodbye. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then we learned that Stephanie has, she felt slightly triggered by everything that Leanne brought up. She was puking. And I like that she said she was trying to puke softly, which I don't even know what that's like. I'm I a wish violent I could puker. do that. I like yell so at the toilet. Um, I, I have a reputation about my hangovers and puking. I've gotten a lot better since I am an adult now, more of an adult than I once was. But I, that comment just brought me back to that. So I, I don't know if I could softly puke, I, but. I don't even know. I mean, that doesn't seem like it makes sense. <laughs> One other thing that doesn't seem to make sense to me is going to a polo match, hammered on tequila, and then having like the spiritual. It was meditation. a really odd sequence of events. Like, right? They all seem to love the spiritual thing. I, I'm guessing that's why Deandra was crying. You know, you know when you're drunk and sometimes it's like something you think is like this life changing moment, and you just be- yeah, but. The pole match to me was so funny. I can't believe how far away that bathroom was. It was really far. It was really, really far. And then um, the ladies peeing behind that trailer reminded me of tailgating. Frat pit, for sure. Yeah, college tailgates. You just pop a squat wherever. I could relate to that so much. And it, Brandy, like not being interested in the polo match and all about taking the tequila shots. She was kind of my spirit animal this episode. I, there's a lot of things that Brandy did that I really enjoy. I think Brandy's like, everyone has a friend that's Brandy and like, there are pieces of Brandy that you try to do more in your life. Like I want to be that fun person that just, let's do some cartwheels. Everybody come do a cartwheel. Like just (laughs) makes events fun because polo could probably be pretty boring if you don't really it know what's going really on boring. yeah it looked really boring it was I also mean, I weird think... that no one else was there like they had a exactly polo. if it was like a big polo thing I think it could have been fun exactly I think of like southern charm when they do the polo matches and like people showing up and the outfits at least it's like people watching but they really just had each other in tequila and tequila and tequila yeah it was a lot of tequila a lot of tequila but there was a sweet moment with Stephanie and Brandy that kind of broke both of our hearts I realize so everybody that's watched Dallas and has told us to watch it is basically it's like Stephanie is the person that no one can say a bad thing about. And I completely understand why I love her. I think she is maybe the most genuinely just good hearted housewife in the history of housewives. And when she started talking about how she felt triggered by it and that when, you know, Leanne just drops the phrase suicide, like it's no big deal. And for her, it's really hard to talk about it or even hear it because it takes her back. That's like, I just feel like she is very open and it's like very like raw. I can't think of another, a better word for it. No, it's really, really, it's tough. And, you know, looking back and granted, Stephanie, I don't know what conversations Stephanie and Leanne have had about that. If, if Stephanie, I don't know that Stephanie will go to Leanne and say like, hey, I know you're going through a hard time, but can you please be mindful of when you talk about these things? Because it's really hard for me. I don't know that she'll ever do that, but it was really, and I even liked that even in that moment when she was talking to Brandy, Brandy started to have like, Oh man, I feel like she uses those moments and talks about a lot. And, and Stephanie was trying to tell her, it's like, no, 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 it's not even that. It's like, it just reminds me of what I'm going through. Yeah. And it just brings up a lot of raw emotions. And especially because in her interview, she feels like she can't, 
fully share that with people in her life. That really broke my heart when she said that she feels like nobody wants to be around sad people and that if she talked like that, she would have no friends. And it's probably true for like your outlier friends. They they don't want to hear about that. Maybe you're not that close with them, but I would hope for my good friends that they would know that if you're going through a hard time, I'd rather them talk to me because you think about, particularly as young moms with you hear so many people that killed us, kill themselves because of postpartum. If any of my friends were going through that, I mean, yeah, it's not like the happiest subject to talk about, but that's why you have friends. It's not just only to talk about everything great and you hide everything bad. So I, I hope she has those people in her life. Yes. And I'm so glad. I mean, I feel like for me, my closest friends, you being one of them and other people in my life, we're in a marriage. Yeah. So, like I want to like open up to you about the good, the bad and the ugly. And it's nice to have people like that in your life. So I really do hope, like you said, that she does have someone that she can share that. But also it seems like it's hard for her to even want to talk about as well. So regardless, I pr- give her so many props for just being open and candid and just kind of showing in a, in the, and I don't even know how to articulate this because she's like we said like an angel yeah but showing her how she's showing in a real way that it's okay to not be okay yeah is that makes sense like in a very authentic way that doesn't come across as you're trying to grab attention or you're feeling sorry for yourself she just to me it's very authentic I 100% agree I I love her I hope we get to meet her I hope she's at BravoCon even though people are saying she's not um, or hasn't been invited, which I just can't imagine why they wouldn't invite her I there. I can't imagine but either. What did you think of the place they went to eat dinner at? It seemed like a, like a hole-in-the-wall taco joint. It seemed amazing. I want to go. Again, I like that Brandy just got on the table and just started dancing. And then that whole Arctic, uh, or um, what am I, alter, alter, what can I talk? Oh, my God. <laughs> Argument or, yeah, altercation. It was, yeah, it's I can't say it. I'm well, to say it was it. I'm not so even say it. weird when, so basically Brandy decides, she's like, I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room between Carrie and um, Leanne. That there's, and then Deandra. Yeah. And, and so Leanne says to Carrie, why don't we go off and have a conversation? And Deandra's like, no, like yelling. But I kind of see why she said it because she's like, when people go off and conversations are had, and then everyone comes back. And it's like, well, this person said this, and this person said this, and nobody knows what was really said. So I, I, I get that, but I mean, she, the way she was like so forceful about it, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. She was sh- so shit faced. So then Carrie and Leanne have their moment. And I actually thought they handled themselves really well, despite the fact Deandra was pretty aggressive about it. I thought those two seemed to like get it. Yeah. And acknowledged both parts or the misunderstanding. I thought that was good. And then all of a sudden, it turned into, I don't even know how Cameron jumped into that conversation. I'm trying to, like, replay it in my head. She thinks there's clicks. But what I don't understand is she was saying that people should, like, speak up if they feel, if they felt uncomfortable about their rooming situation. Like, people shouldn't be forced to have a room together. But it was really weird because I don't understand why the room was what brought that up. But basically, I think she feels like there's cliques within the group and that there's certain people that are always paired together. For her, she thinks it's Brandy and Stephanie, and you can't really get to know them apart. But Brandy feels like Cameron and Leanne are kind of the same way. And so just it's what's interesting is Stephanie and Cameron were sharing a room. Yeah, and 
Well, and then the whole thing happened where she threw the napkin and called her trash. And then I love, I gotta say, I kind of have a little bit of drunk brandy in me with strangers. <laughs> Not any of my friends. But I have told, I've told a man once to go um, get a bigger dick. So when she said to go suck a dick, I like loved it. So I literally <laughs> in that camera. moment was thinking like, this is Vanessa. But just because <laughs> yes. I've been with you when like your sassy side comes out and you can be so salty and to all of us, it's hilarious. But like, I could it's see- usually, yeah it's, yeah, it's always strangers. It's not like you like strangers. <laughs> yes. But um, I just like, it also reminds me of another friend. We all went out in Columbia for Kyle's 30th. And we have a friend who was drunk and was just yelling at college girls, calling them like skanks and whores. Yes. yes. And Kevin was like, I don't want to say the person's name out blast. She knows who she is. But Kevin's like, you can't just do that. She's like, why? <laughs> Look at them. They're skanks. And he's like, at that point, I just let her go. And then he kept talking about the way home. He's like, that was hilarious. But I also think like those poor girls, I'm like they were in college. They probably think very highly of themselves anyway. But um, yeah, it was just, I feel like those are, that's something you would have done too. Oh, absolutely. I, I have said something. Some of, again, my targets are not my friends. Yeah. <laughs> they are strangers. And usually I like to think they bring it upon themselves. But that moment, it was just a funny, I was not expecting that. And I didn't know what I was going to think of Brainy. It just kind of made me love her. But I did think, so who, okay, given the fight itself about the clicks, whose side are you on between Cameron and Brandy? Well, I'm not really understanding it, maybe because I don't know the past couple of seasons. I, I tend to, right now, I'm leaning towards Team Brandy, which, oddly enough, I, I like Cameron better as a housewife than Brandy. Uh, but I just thought the calling her trash, it seems like that's come up a lot. And that's like, that, it's like calling Vicky fat. You know, like, it, people know what, when you're using that word. Because um, she said that's not classy, but she said you're, that's trashy. Uh, that there's a lot of, just, I felt like that was pointed and I just I'm not understanding the whole click thing what, like I need more specific examples from Cameron sure I and I thought I mean I think they're both a little bit in the wrong like Cameron should have not thrown the napkin like to call someone else trash you just did yeah. something you threw I would an say trash someone. yeah and just because she said fuck you like okay like you threw an object at her she's gonna defend herself but I looking at Brandy when they were trying to make up, I, granted, I don't know why Carrie was trying to be mediator there. Maybe it's a tequila. And that's I was her. Saying, this is all tequila induced. <laughs> all of it. Tequila induced. But when she was trying to be the mediator between them and Brandy's opening up, and then we see in her interview about how she grew up and how that's a word that kind of triggers something in her. I did feel like Cameron came across a little dismissive and a little cold, mm-hmm. but I'm curious to see how their next conversation, hopefully more sober conversation, plays on. And I think that's the key to remembering all this. Like, at this dinner, they have been drinking tequila all day. So... I don't know how any of them are not vomiting with that much tequila. You... So you're drunk, Brandy. I'm... I don't even like to admit this, but I'm drunk, Deandra. I always (laughs) lose... I'm always losing stuff. Like, I lose my phone. I lose earrings. I'm losing everything. (laughs) And then, like, my favorite thing to do when it's mostly just girls and maybe some friends' husbands, like, the dancing weird and, like, basically stripping down. I'm like, oh, my God, I've done this, like, so many times. She was so entertaining. She was so funny. I I really loved it. I could see that. <laughs> I, the best was she was like, are you listening to me? And Leanne's literally, like, staring at her. 
And I feel like that's something I would do. Like, I'd be talking to someone, like, are you listening? They're like, I'm, I'm giving you eye contact. Yes, I'm it listening to you. Funny. And I think Leanne and Deandra's dynamic, the more I watch the two of them, even though they're not necessarily friends, they kind of reminded me of a sisterly dynamic. Yeah, where it's like only they can be mad at each other, but if somebody else talked bad about the other person, they would jump in. Sure. And I like, well, and also, even though Deandra was like hammered and she was. And Leanne was kind of te- making fun of her about it. And she's like, no, like snapped at her a little bit. Just reminded me of something. Yeah. Sisters would do for sure. I loved it though. I loved the, just the tequila induced day and I watched it this morning. So maybe I was relating to it because there were parts of me like, oh, I had a few too many Tito's on Saturday night. So I, I didn't quite cross into Deandra's zone, but I was pretty close and I, <laughs> probably could have been a brandy last night and didn't even realize it but it was it was a great episode and I mean we really I know we keep saying this but thank you everyone for telling us to watch Dallas because I I feel like we've been missing out I, I want to go back and rewatch it I really do yeah and Potomac is next we've heard a lot of you yes. like Potomac is next so don't worry that's on our radar but Dallas was great yeah so this brings us to the, the end so for those that are new and haven't listened before we always end our episode with a shout out for the week and this week's shout out is going to the amazing Stephanie and when partly because she is just the sweetest nicest I just want to give her a hug best person in the world but also because we want her to know that if she Feels like nobody would be her friend if she talked ne- like about the negative things in her life. We love her. She's a stranger. But Stephanie, you've got two friends and us right here. And just keep keep going on your path. I think, you know, it's really inspiring how openly you've talked about your depression. And, you know, it's not something that you ever heal from. But you seem to really be in a good place with trying to always move forward with it. Absolutely. I, I echo that a thousand percent. And do you want to give everyone a little update on Bravo? BravoCon? Yeah. So there was a random Bravo contest that we entered is literally you just sign up to be a Bravo insider. And we were kind of like, well, shit, like who knows who's going to win this. And then Bravo comes out with basically the contest designed for me to win where I have to show them why I am Bravo's number one fan. So we have created a highlight called Bravo contest and they're, we don't, it's kind of vague. <laughs> they're just like, be creative. Show us how you're number one. So we're doing different things. We've been doing a lot of plead the fifth. We've revealed the video um, that we did in 2011 to try to win a Bravo contest. So please um, feel free to share it and start using the hashtag get Abby to BravoCon to make sure I'm selected so that we can cover it for you. You know, we're going to talk to all your housewives. We're going to get all the selfies. And we will do a bonus episode where we recap the 72 hours of just pure Bravo heaven. Yes. And then also, we, Abby is selling t-shirts yes. on her Etsy shop. I forgot about that. Life. I just got mine and I love it. And it's super soft. So please check this out. We're doing everything we can to get Abby there. She will be there. And it's going to be amazing, like she said. So we will also share that as well. And so if you're not following us on Instagram, you're going to miss out on all that. So make sure you're following us following us at real moms of Bravo and make sure you subscribe and listen to us anywhere you, where you podcast, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, there's a million more. We're out there, but please, please um, subscribe. And we say it every time, but we love when you leave us reviews. So please continue doing that. If you like listening to us and want to make us more discoverable for other people out there. And with that, we will catch you next week. 
Imagine a vacation waiting outside your door when you get home. Discover a new way to escape the stress of everyday life. Picture soothing jets massaging your back, relieving all your aches and pains. Sleep soundly without medications or supplements. Call 1-877-861-4672 to get $1,250 in instant savings, including free delivery. Call 877-861-4672 now or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. 